Amen. What, what God led me to talk about today was the Good Shepherd. And if you recall, the pastor spoke about the Good Shepherd a few weeks ago. Coming from the Gospel according to John, chapter 10. So the Good Shepherd. So if you do, if you have your Bibles, open your Bibles to the Gospel according to John, chapter 10. It's in the New Testament. Got Matthew, Mark, Luke, that John. That's the one. If you go to Acts, you went too far. If you go to Revelation, you've been too far. Just back up. If you hit Malachi, just keep on turning. And you will come across the gospel according to John. Amen. First of all, I wanted to take the time to, to thank you for allowing me, Pastor, for allowing me the opportunity to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. <laughs> so first of all, I want to start to define a couple words for you. So we're talking about a good shepherd. So first of all, you have to know what a shepherd is in order to understand what a shepherd does. So I'm going to define the word shepherd. I'm going to define the word sheep. And I'm going to define the word goat. Right? Because a shepherd takes care of flock. A, a, a shepherd takes care of herd. Normally, sheep. Now, in our context, a shepherd means a leader or a pastor. That's what a shepherd is in the, in the context we're going to be talking about today. We're not on the farms, right? So we will not be taking care of sheep. So today, a pastor takes care of people. So my brothers and sisters, you are the sheep. What is a sheep then? So, so a sheep, and I had to look these words up here because it, it amazed me. It said a sheep is a, a ruminant with horns in both sexes. So you said, Brother Price, what is a ruminant? <laughs> right? right? That's what I said. Like, man, what's a ruminant? <laughs> so a, a ruminant is, a, is an animal like a cow. They have two stomachs. Right? So a cow and sheep have two stomachs. So what they do when they're grazing on the grass is they chew the grass, and it goes into the first stomach. Then it comes back up, they regurgitate it, and they chew it again to make it more refined so that it can get past the first stomach to get to the second stomach. So they have to chew it a couple of times to refine it. So that's what a ruminant is. Not only that, they have horns, Right? Ram have horns. Now, don't get ram confused with a goat. Because a goat looks a lot like a ram. That's right. But one of the main differences between a goat and sheep is that a, 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 a goat or his horns are more straight. So his horns grow kind of back, right? Whereas a ram or a sheep, their horns kind of grow round. A sheep has more wool than a goat, right? Some of you probably got some sheepskin leather. That's right. It came from a sheep. So, so the sheepskin is it makes good leather, right? Sheepskin is good leather. Some of you got sheepskin shoes. They're a good quality product. Now, the goat, one of the differentiating things is he doesn't have that wool like a sheep. 
He also has a beard. See, a goat has a beard. A sheep do not. So, and that's one of the things about a goat. Sheep like to flock together. Yeah, sheep love to flock together. And sheep have to be led. You follow me? Pay attention here. I said sheep have to be led. A goat likes to go on his own. So what you talking about, Brother Price? What I'm telling you is a goat don't like to be led. So I'm going to give you a, 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 a little dramatization of sheep. <laughs> see, see, here we have some sheep. Amen. Yeah, we got some sheep right over here. So, so the good sheep, they follow the shepherd. So let's, let's go, sheep. They didn't ask me no questions. They follow the sheep. They didn't ask me where we were going, how long it's going to take. So they follow the sheep wherever he goes. So follow me, sheep. But sometimes the shepherd tells the sheep to stop. He says, hold up, sheep. Hold up. I see some danger. I, I, I see something going on. So he tells the sheep to stop. But some of them sheep, they go astray. See, some of the sheep go astray. See, they don't want to follow the shepherd. They want to do their own thing. And when they go astray, the wolf get them. You, you follow me. Thank you. <laughs> so, so good sheep follow the shepherd. But there are some sheep that don't want to follow the shepherd. There are some sheep that will get ate up by the wolf. Because they are disobedient to the shepherd. Now we all know from the gospel according to John chapter 10 that the good shepherd is who? Jesus is the good shepherd. And what Jesus has done is he has left pastors, I'm going to say pastors and shepherds are synonymous. He has left pastors in charge of the flock. He's left pastors in charge of the sheep. And as the pastor gives direction, the sheep are supposed to follow. Now, the pastor's direction says building a better community. But somebody is saying, I don't want to build a better community. You say, I want to just go by myself. I don't need any help from the community. I want to do this all by myself. Then you are not following the shepherd. Henceforth, you are not good sheep. Then you become a goat. Because you want to do your own thing. And that's what goat does. A goat likes to do his own thing. He does not like to follow the pastor. You follow him. And he doesn't like to follow the pastor because he got a problem with him, right? Right? You don't follow somebody you got a problem with, do you? You'd be like, no, I ain't with that program. You follow me. So sometimes the pastor has a program, but the sheep don't want to follow. I'm going to leave y'all alone. I'm going to go on to the Bible here. Y'all looking at me funny. I'm going to leave y'all alone. In the Gospel according to John, chapter 10, we're going to start at the first verse. This is what he says. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. It says, I assure you, Anyone who sneaks over the wall of the sheepfold, rather than going through the gate, must surely be a thief and a robber. Hmm. Anyone who sneaks in to the sheepfold, rather than going through the doors of the church, must be a thief 
and a rock. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus said, I am the way into the sheep. See, Jesus says, I am the way into the sheepfold. If you got a leader coming in and he's not proclaiming that Jesus Christ is Lord and that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, then he is not coming for the betterment of the sheep. He is not coming to help you become a better sheep. He's serving his own selfish ambitions, his own selfish gain. So you need to be careful who you allow in to the sanctuary. you got to be careful who we allow in. Well, whose job is it to police the sanctuary? I'm glad you asked me. Whose job is it, Mr. Herney, to police the sanctuary to keep some of these folks out? Pay attention here. He said here in verse 2, he said that, But he that is in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. All right, Jesus said, if you come through the door, that means you ain't trying to sneak in. You ain't trying to steal your way in. Because you do know there are some leaders that want to come in and pretend to be sheep. What they're waiting on, Brother Kenny, is the opportunity to have a coop. You know what a coop is, right? Huh? That's when they come in and overthrow the leader that's there and put him out, and they become the leader. You follow me? But a true shepherd, he'll come through the door. He ain't going to hide amongst the sheep. Uh, hello, y'all ain't feeling me. Y'all ain't with me here yet. He won't hide among the sheep. He'll let you know who he is. Pay attention here. Don't let me lose you here. So he says the the good shepherd entered in through the door to the herd of the sheep. He said, to him the porter or the gatekeeper openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and he leadeth them out. Hmm. He said, these sheep hear his voice, and the porter or the gatekeeper open the door. Well, who is the gatekeeper? All right. Ushers, where you at? Ushers, you keep the door. So ushers, you got to be able to discern when someone is coming into the sheep and they mean the sheep no good. The deacons keep the door as well. We watch the sheep. The, the ministers, social ministers, we watch as well to make sure that no one will come in and disturb the sheep. You follow me? Because the sheep are trying to sleep. <laughs> you know, the, the sheep got to get some rest sometimes. You see, you come here to get some rest. You come here to get away from the troubles and the trauma ways of life. So you need some rest when you come into this place. And it's our job to tell you the good news of Christ, which will give you rest. You got to be careful, us just who we let into the sheepfold. We got to be careful, Dukins, who we let into the sheepfold. We got to watch. Jesus said we got to watch and pray. You got to watch so you don't let them come in and disturb the sheep. Keep up with it. Don't let me lose you now. It said also that the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. Huh. And he called his own sheep by name. You see, the sheep got to know the word of God. He said the sheep heareth his voice. Well, how can you hear his voice when you don't know his voice? How can you hear his voice when you don't know his word? He said, my sheep heareth my voice. You know that Jesus is the word, y'all. <laughs> so if you... Do not know the word of God. Don't worry. We can help you out. We can help you out. That's why we got Sunday school, y'all. To help the sheep learn the word of God. That's why we got Wednesday night Bible study. To help the sheep learn the word of God. That's why we got Sunday morning service. My brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, you cannot hear Jesus' voice if you don't know it. 
sheep must know the leader's voice. Sheep must know the shepherd's voice. Don't let me lose you here now. Let keep up with me here now. Since you got to know when you hear his voice, you got to understand that a, a true shepherd cares for the sheep. He says he leads them out. Huh, he didn't say that he tell them to go out. He says he leads them out. What that means is a good shepherd goes in front. Hello, somebody. He doesn't go behind the sheep. He goes in front of the sheep as the leader. You follow me? And as the leader, the shepherd sees things that you don't see. He sees the pitfalls, the, the holes that's trying to get you caught up. So that you don't fall into those situations. You see, you, you said, Brother Price, well, what you talking about here? So you called the pastor. He said, he said, Pastor, I need to have a talk with you. He said, Pastor, I'm offered this job. It's going to pay me a whole lot of money, but I can't come to church on Sunday. So the pastor says, you know what? I can understand you're missing some Sundays. But I don't know if God going to allow you to miss every Sunday. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's something wrong with that. He said, how long you got to work on this job? He said, well, I got to work about 12 hours a day. I said, he said, well, when are you going to see your family? Well, I won't see them too often, Pastor. So the pastor recommends, Sister Stacy, that you don't take that job. <laughs> he recommends because he can't make you. <laughs> so he recommends to the sheep, don't take that job. But you being the sheep said, like, well, it's more money, and I'm going to take that job. So he tried to look out for you. So after you're on that job for a couple of months there, Sister Marvan, now you mad <laughs> that you took that job. Now you all stressed out. See, he tried to look out for you, but you don't want to be late. So you took the job. Now you got to suffer the consequences. You see, you, you see, she got to understand that the pastor's looking out for your welfare. The shepherd is looking out for your well-being. He's not telling you something that's going to make you not progress. Because he wants you to progress in the Lord. Pay attention here. Now he says in verse 4, And when he put forth his own sheep, his own sheep, pay attention there, he goes before them and the sheep follow him before, because they know his voice. Hmm. His sheep know his voice. He said, And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. When those false preachers come in, when those false prophets come in, when those false shepherds come in, you're supposed to know their voice. The first you're talking about, I'm supposed to know their voice. If you know the voice of the Lord Jesus, if you know the word of the Lord Jesus, you know when a preacher man ain't telling you the truth. If you know the word. But if you don't know the word, he can lead you to fall off a cliff. Because you don't know the word of God. You must know the word of God for yourself. Sheep got to study, y'all. <laughs> Sheep got to study for themselves. The Bible says study to show thyself approved. A workman need not be ashamed. You need to rightly divide the word. Sheep, you got to know the word for yourself. I know y'all talking about the price that's hard, man. I don't understand all those these and thou's in the Bible. Well, that's why they got new living translations. It's in plain old English. And you do know how to read, don't you? You do know how to read, don't you? Read the Word of God. If you can't read it, they got tapes. They got CDs. They got DVDs. They got whatever you need to get the Word of God in you. They got it all. All you got to do is try to get it. Hmm. 
Then Jesus goes into the, these next few verses. Jesus goes into explaining the parable. He goes into talking about what these parables mean. Hmm. Let's see what he says here in verse 6. He says, This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not. What things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. That's what I just told you, right? That's what he said in the first verse. He said, He is the way, the truth, and the life. He said, I am the door. I am the way into the sheep. You can only get to the sheep by Jesus. That's the only way. So what that means is, in order to become sheep, you've got to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You've got to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior if you want him to be your shepherd. You follow me? If you don't want Jesus to be your shepherd, then you ain't going to become a sheep. I'm just telling you like it is. You ain't going to be a sheep. He says here, verse 8 there says that, All that ever came before me, thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. What's the difference between a thief and a robber? Let me tell you. A thief comes into your house when you ain't there. And he will steal your things when you are not around. A robber is bolder. He'll come to you in broad daylight and put his gun on you and stick you up and take it from you. See, that's the difference between a thief and a robber. You see, some pastors preaching the word of God for money. See, he's a robber because you're seeing him doing it. But you don't know the word of God, so you're letting him do it. Then you got some pastors that are thieves. You follow me? They say, yeah, I need to put my name on the bank account. Yeah, they, they put their name on the bank account. And you, you look and say, I had $10,000. say, whoa, it's only 8000 now. See, he's a thief. He's stealing it and you don't know it. You follow me? But Jesus ain't like that. Jesus is a good shepherd. See, the good shepherd cares for the sheep. The good shepherd will take care of the sheep. He ain't a thief and he ain't a robber. He says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. That's what I just told you, didn't I? I said, Jesus is the only way to get into the sheepfold. You must accept him as your personal Lord and Savior. He says, but the thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. He said, the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy. You see, sometimes the, the thief or the goat will come in, and he's came in to steal your joy. You was feeling good till old sister so-and-so told you all about her problems. You were feeling all right till she started complaining. Talking about my leg hurt, my head hurt, my arms hurt. Now, now, you, now you losing your joy of why you came to the church in the first place. Yes, your legs might be hurting. That's right, Miss Kyle, your legs might be hurting. There ain't no problem with that. But you don't need to steal my joy. Thank God you got a leg, because somebody ain't got none. You follow me? We got to stop focusing on the negative and focus on the positive. Thank God I got legs. They might hurt, but I got some legs. Hello, somebody. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to move on. Leave y'all alone. He said, yeah. They come in to, 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 to steal, 
to kill and to destroy. Hmm. You see, at Zion Baptist, y'all, we got some educated sheep. That's right, we got some educated sheep. That's right. We got some teachers in here. Teach Sunday school. We educating folk. That's right. We got some doctors in here. We got some nurses in here. We got some educated folks in here. We got some folks at Zion, you know, is known for being a church that knows the word of God. And we do that, or people say that, because we teach the word of God. You follow me? We don't teach the word of Christ. We don't teach the word of Pastor Sam. We teach the word of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. If you're at a place that ain't talking about Jesus, something's wrong. They cannot be good shepherds if they ain't talking about Jesus. Good shepherds talk about Jesus. That means that they are thieves. And they didn't come to spread the good news of Jesus Christ all over. He said a good shepherd leads you out to find pasture. Hmm. See, a good shepherd is looking out for you, and he wants the best for you. He wants you to graze on the best. So what that means is, it's all right for us to have teachers that teach at school. They're already certified. (laughs) They already got degrees to teach your children. If they got degrees to teach your children, why can't they teach the Word of God? You, You follow me? We got educated folks. Some of them, God has anointed with a special gift to teach the Word of God. They didn't have to go to school, y'all. You follow me? God can use anybody. But you got to first be a willing vessel. Sheep got to be willing to be taught. Jesus says, He takes them out and He leads them into the pasture. He says, But that old thief, hmm, that old thief, Jesus said, He come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. You know, I heard a preacher man say the good life. <laughs> we all want to live a good life. But are you willing to do what it takes to live a good life? The Brother Price, what it takes to live a good life? Huh, what it takes? I like how Ecclesiastes said it. He said, let me tell you the conclusion of the matter, what Solomon said. He said, to fear God and to keep his commandments is the whole duty of man. That is how you live a good life, is by obeying the commandments of God. By living according to to the word of God. All right, all right. I ain't going to keep you too long. I ain't going to keep you too long. He says here, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth what? His life for the what? The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. I'm reminded of a man named Moses. You remember Moses, don't you? I'm going to tell you where it is. Exodus chapter 32. You remember Moses when they were in the wilderness. And Moses up in the mountain communing with God. You know, sometimes the leader got to get away. He got to steal away, y'all. So he can commune with God and get direction. Moses was getting direction from God. And while he was up there getting direction, the sheep started acting ugly. The sheep started becoming goats. It said that they made an idol, y'all. And it said that when, when Moses came back down, Joshua, Moses' minister, Said, oh, it sounds like they partying in the camp. Sounds like they're having a big party. You know, when the pastor ain't here, y'all want to party. <laughs> said, no. He said, he said no. Moses that tells him, no, Joshua, they ain't having no party. They down there worshiping an idol. You follow me? You see, the good shepherd won't allow you to worship an idol. He wants you to worship the true Savior. He said that, Moses said that, 
When you read on in Exodus 32 and 32, Moses had to say, go to God. He had to give an account. Because yeah. <laughs> God was mad with his people, the sheep. God said, look here, Moses, I'm going to destroy all my sheep. And I'm going to build of you a new nation. Moses, hold up, God, hold up, God. Ain't these your people? Even though y'all start to act like goats, we are still God's people. <laughs> and he said, since y'all are acting, they're acting like goats, he said, Moses, I'm just going to destroy them. He said, I'm going to raise up a new nation with you. Moses, God, have mercy on them. He said, Moses made intercessions. He, the pastor's making intercession for you even though you don't like them. Even though you're talking about the pastor, he's still interceding on your behalf. He's still saying, God, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. See, a good shepherd makes intercession for the sheep. That's what a good shepherd does, because why? He cares for his sheep. Pay attention here. Don't let me lose you here now. He says, but he that is in a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep or not, see the wolf cometh and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catches them and scatters the sheep. Hmm. You know what a hireling is, don't you? Uh, You know what a hireling is? A hireling is the pastor that stands up here on Sunday morning, preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ, but you can't catch him Monday through Saturday. That's what a hireling is. He just want to preach on Sunday, but you can't find him Monday through Saturday. You follow me? A hireling would drive around in his Rolls Royce. In his Bentley, in his Mercedes Benz, while people, the sheep, can't afford to pay their bills and have food to eat. That's what a hireling is. You follow me? Don't you know that God in Ezekiel chapter 34 said that? God told Ezekiel, he said, he said, go tell my pastors that they are neglecting the sheep. He said, y'all are living large and the sheep are suffering. A pastor cannot be a hireling. A pastor must be about taking care of the sheep. That's what he said. You read it for yourself in Ezekiel chapter 34. He said that sheep or pastors must not be hireling. Pastors must take care of the sheep. Timothy also says, 1 Timothy 3 and 3, he said a pastor must not be greedy for money. That's what he said, pastor. He said a pastor should not be greedy for money. If you got a pastor always talking about money, something wrong. Money can't save you. Uh, hello, I'm going to leave y'all alone. I know some of y'all think money can save you. I'm gonna, I ain't going to mess with you. Money can't save you, y'all. Only the Word of God can save you. Only the Word of God can revive you. Only the Word of God can restore you. So a hireling is come to steal from the sheep. He says, he sees the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep. Uh, let me break it down for you here. He finds a bigger church that'll pay him more money. <laughs> Y'all know, that's what a hireling does. A hireling sells himself out to the highest bidder. That's what a hireling is. I'm just making it plain for you. He says that he will run away from the sheep at any time and leave them for the wolf. The hireling flees because... He is a hired and has no real concern for the sheep. Think I like about my pastor, he'll call me up and just ask me how I'm doing. He don't want nothing, just say, how you doing? See, that's what a good shepherd does. 
He'll just call you up just to talk to you. When you're sick, you want your pastor to come see you, don't you? Huh? When you ain't feeling good, you're like, no, I want to see you, Brother Price. I want to see the pastor. Because <laughs> you ain't the pastor, Brother Price. <laughs> see, see, right, right? Sir? So, see, pastor will come see you about you. You follow me? Because you do know since I ain't the pastor, you call me at 1 o'clock on a Monday night, man, I ain't coming. <laughs> I'm just being for real with you. That's all. I'm just being for real. You follow me? Because I got to get up and go to work the next day. You follow me? But if it's an emergency, of course, you know, I'll, I'll be there. But most of the time, don't call Brother Price at 1 o'clock on a Monday night. I'm just being for real with you. So, 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 so the hireling, he is a hired hand. All right, I'm, I didn't mess with y'all enough. <laughs> Let's see the conclusion to the matter. And I'm going to con- conclude with Psalm 23. All right. Go over to Psalm 23. It, it reminds me, mothers, you know, I'm from Louisiana, old country boy, down in the sticks in the woods there. It reminds me of old Dr. Watts. I heard the old folks sing in Psalm 23. It was a little, little, little something like this. He said, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. See, that's what the old folks used to say. Pastor, the Lord is your shepherd. <laughs> you shall not want to sleep with little boys and girls. You shall not want to take all the church money. You shall not want to commit adultery. You shall not want to misuse your authority. You see, God said, I am your shepherd. And you shall not want. In this context, the word shall not want means he shall not lack. He said, Pastor, you shall not lack anything. Because why? God is your shepherd. (laughs) God going to take care of you, Pastor. He said, you shall not want. He goes on there. He says that he lets me rest in green pastures. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. Don't you know taking care of sheep makes you tired? That's right. Taking care of sheep makes you tired. You follow me? You know, sometimes the pastor might get a call from five or six folk that need him to stop by. So he gets tired. So he needs to steal away to some peaceful streams. He needs to get restored and re-energized so that he can come back and take better care of the sheep. He says he leads you beside the still streams, Pastor. He says he restores your strong soul and he leadeth you in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. The good shepherd, our Lord, leads our pastor in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. A good shepherd ain't going to tell you to do something wrong. He ain't going to tell you to do something illegal. You follow me? He truly cares for the sheep and he wants the sheep to do what is right. Say, Brother Price, is it the sheep's job to get rid of the shepherd? I'm glad you asked me that question. It is not the sheep's job to get rid of the shepherd. Say, Brother Price, what you talking about? I read in my Bible (laughs) that David said, even though the sheep tried to kill him, you know, because David was one of the sheep. (laughs) David had an opportunity to kill Saul. He said, touch not the Lord's anointing. He said, 
God will kill him. Uh, y'all ain't feeling me. Y'all ain't hearing me. God will take care of the pastor. You ain't got to try to put him out. God will take care of him if he ain't doing what God has said. But a lot of times the sheep want to take over. The sheep want to put him out. But that ain't the way God intended. God intended to take care of the shepherd. So if he ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing, God will put him out. Don't let me lose you now. That's what he said. I, I Brother Price didn't make it up. He says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. Even though pastor folks try to put you out. <laughs> he said, his rod and his staff are going to comfort you. He said, even though you walk through the valley of the shadows of death, they talking about you. <laughs> you follow me. He's walking through some valleys now. They talking about him. Oh, they don't want to pay you. <laughs> you know, pastor got bills too. <laughs> he, he ain't exempt from having bills. He got bills just like us. Even though, Pastor, he says, you walk through the valley of the shadows of death, he says, you don't have to fear. Because guess what? When the sheep leave, God said, I'm with you. He said, his rod and his staff will comfort you. You follow me? His rod and his staff will comfort you, Pastor. He says, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Don't you know sometimes the pastor had to sit at the table with folk that don't like him? That's right. They just talk about the pastor, and he got to sit at the table with them and act like, act like they like him. That's what I'm talking about. pastor got to put up with a lot. <laughs> he has to put up a lot of our sheep mess. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. He has to put up with a lot of our sheep mess. He has to put it up with it, y'all. But God is with them. Pastor, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And you need to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Forever and ever and ever. Even if the sheep leave the church, you stay in. Even if five show up, you preach the gospel. Preach the gospel in season, out of season. Preach it when they don't want to hear it. Sometimes they look at you funny, Pastor, I know. They say, it's time for you to go. Ignore him, Pastor. Preach the word of God. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, God is calling our pastor to be a good shepherd. But God needs us to be good sheep (laughs) and not goats. Let us follow the pastor's leading. Let us follow his teaching. Amen? Amen. 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 Amen.